Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Monday, May 23rd, and this is People Every Day. Hello, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein. I hope you all enjoyed your weekend. Mine was pretty great. I had a fun, like, little sneaker ball event, like a gala kind of, but not nearly as eventful as Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's weekend. I cannot get enough of all the photos from their Italian wedding, and we are going to get into everything from the Kravis wedding today. But first, let's get into what else is buzzing around out there. Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger welcomed their second child this past weekend and shared an Instagram post that read, We are so excited to announce the birth of our second daughter, Eloise Christina Schwarzenegger Pratt. We feel beyond blessed and grateful. Since they tied the knot in June of 2019, baby Eloise marks the second child for husband and wife duo who are also parents to 20-month-old daughter Lila Maria. And the Guardians of the Galaxy star shares nine-year-old son Jack with ex-wife Anna Ferris. Back in December, sources told People that Pratt and Schwarzenegger had baby number two on the way and that the two, quote, always hoped for Lila to have another sibling. They feel very blessed. Well, congrats to both of them and their growing family. Moving on to some broader baby news, the first international shipment of infant formula has landed in the U.S. The first flight of Operation Fly Formula touched down in Indiana on Sunday with 78,000 pounds of powdered baby formula. This is all part of an effort spearheaded by the Department of Defense to transport baby formula to those in need. Additionally, last Wednesday, the Biden administration announced that it was invoking the Defense Production Act, which will force companies that provide essential ingredients to formula manufacturers to serve them before other clients. As we covered extensively last week, the U.S. is currently facing an unprecedented infant formula shortage due to the pandemic supply chain disruption and a contamination at one of the largest formula facilities in the U.S. Retailers have capped the amount of formula that can be purchased by individuals and families across the nation have been scrambling to find the right formula for their babies. Sunday's delivery to Indiana is among the first steps to address the shortage and is enough to fill 15% of the national need. I mean, not enough, but it's something. I'm so happy that it looks like relief is finally coming to parents and that more help is on the way. And like I said a few minutes ago, there is just so much to get into with this Courtney and Travis wedding extravaganza. The guests, the fashion, just the Kardashian of everything. Let's dive in. Time to take a quick trip overseas to Portofino, Italy, because over the weekend, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got married for the third time. The newlyweds tied the knot again yesterday in an intimate yet totally fabulous wedding ceremony. Their families were there. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were there. Andrea Bocelli and his son sang. We have all the details you want to know. So joining me now to talk about it all is the lady who spent the whole weekend covering the ins and outs of this wedding. People's senior editor, Brianne Heldman. Hey, Brianne. Welcome back to the show. 
Thanks so much, Janine. Let's talk about the ceremony first. I mean, the pictures are wild. Absolutely. Now, we have to point out, this is not a third marriage. This is actually Courtney's first marriage. This was the third wedding ceremony for this one marriage, Mm -hmm. but certainly the most over the top. It took place in the grounds of a whole complex of villas owned by Dolce & Gabbana. It was epically covered in red roses, surrounded by family that included Courtney's sons, Mason, Rain, and daughter Penelope. Travis's son Landon was there, daughter Alabama, and stepdaughter Atiana were there. Of course, All of the Kardashian and Jenner sisters were there. It really was gorgeous and wild and over the top. Tell me about the celebrities, because we know about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, but there were so many rumors flying this weekend. I mean, the Knowles-Carter clan? There was rumors that Elton John was going to be there, and then that was easily debunked because he had a show somewhere else in Europe. And Beyonce and Jay-Z were going to be there. That was debunked. I mean, I was kind of surprised by that one. I mean, when I saw that, I said, no way. Like, if she didn't make it to (laughs) Kim and Kanye, she's not going to Kravis's wedding. (laughs) It definitely seemed a little random. Andrea Bocelli and his son, Matteo, were there. A source told us it was an incredible moment with a very special performance. They sang, I found my love in Portofino, I Can't Help Falling in Love, and their 2018 single, Fall on Me. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Oh, my goodness. There's actually some very sweet video of Courtney and Travis dancing to Can't Help Falling in Love, and it does feel very romantic. I will say, this this wedding and this whole weekend was filled with all kinds of over-the-topness, and everyone's talked about everything. But when you look at some of the Instagram stories and videos of the two of them on their wedding day, there is not a doubt in anyone's mind that these two are totally madly in love with one another. And you can mock till you're blue in the face, but you cannot mock that. Well, you you talked about this whole weekend. Tell me what was on the itinerary before the big day. Well, they were staying on these giant super yachts. We don't even call them yachts. We call them super yachts owned by (laughs) Dolce & Gabbana. And one of them is valued at over $50 million. I mean, these are outrageous, massive, massive floating mansions. Friday night, they had a dinner party at Ristorante Puni, which was in the main piazza in Portofino. On Saturday, they visited the Abbey of San Fruttuoso for a very special lunch. They reportedly also went into the Abbey and, and may have had some sort of blessing And then that evening, they had dinner and dancing late into the night at Via San Bartolomeo, which is also part of that Dolce & Gabbana complex of properties where they had the ceremony. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so did Kravis and their guests really party until 3 a.m.? They absolutely did. And I say that knowing it for a fact because bless Alabama Barker, she posted She went live at about 2.30 a.m. local time and showed us everybody dancing. So we know that it was going on because I watched it. (laughs) Courtney and Travis both changed into Mrs. and Mr. Barker jackets, 
which was pretty sweet. They were going for it. And DJ Cassidy, who I love and is a friend of the show, I hear he was there in the mix of it, like playing all the things, all the small things was a song that was played that they did. He literally played all the small (laughs) things. And apparently everyone went crazy. He also played Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And our sources say all of the Cargenner sisters were jumping and singing together, which... Honestly, all of that feels so relatable. After this huge opulent wedding, it's hard to find those things that you really can relate to. Brienne, thank you so much for stopping by to talk about all of the details with me. Of course. You know, we can't fit a Kardashian wedding into just one segment. Coming up, we get into all of the fashion moments from the Kravis Italian nuptials. But first, Kim's man, Pete Davidson, had his own big weekend as he and several longtime Saturday Night Live castmates said goodbye to fans and the show live from New York. After the break, we say farewell to some of our favorite SNL faces forever. <laughs> we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So, so are you officially leaving? Yeah, man. Lauren accidentally gifted me a sock, so I'm free. <laughs> we are back, but Pete Davidson will not be. That was him on Weekend Update this past Saturday. Davidson is one of several notable cast members that will not be back next season. Davidson joined Saturday Night Live back in 2014 when he was just 20 years old. He poked fun at himself and his unusual self-deprecating style one last time. Seriously, you see a guy bumming cigarettes outside of 7-Eleven at 2 a.m.? That's not some meth head. That's the next Pete Davidson. Well, I'm going to miss you, Pete. Oh, well, thanks, Colin, even though I know it says that on your cue card. Ten-year vet A.D. Bryant is also saying goodbye to the show. Bryant has been one of the most versatile cast members during her tenure and in recent years has popped up in more and more film and TV roles, including helming the lead of her Hulu series, Shrill. Like Pete, A.D. made a final trip to the update desk by appearing alongside trend forecaster, teammate Bowen Yang. All I want is a complicated dish that's not on the menu and I'm allergic to everything. The two ended their sketch with a warm send-off for 80. And pay attention to... Future trends! In 10 nice years. In a friend I couldn't have done this without. 
And last but not least, one of the biggest stars in the show's history officially departed. Emmy Award winner Kate McKinnon became an SNL staple and was known for her tour de force sketch performances and iconic impressions of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Ellen DeGeneres, and Hillary Clinton. During the show's cold open, Kate returned to one of her most beloved characters, Miss Rafferty, a woman abducted by aliens who has a very different experience than her fellow abductees. I barely managed to pull my wonderwear back up. I'm sorry, your wonderwear? Yeah, I call them that because if you saw them, you'd wonder where they've been. After another hilarious performance as Miss Rafferty, Kate McKinnon said goodbye and welcomed everyone to the show for her final time as a cast member. Oh, this is this one is sad for me. I actually did our, our 40th anniversary SNL story and I was backstage and I got to see all of them interact and just how close knit they were. So it's going to be a very different show going forward. Well, thanks to all of them for the laughs and I'm excited to see what's to come. Now, we have spoken about Kravis's wedding details, but we have yet to discuss the most important factor of this wedding, the fashion. From the welcome dinner to the ceremony itself, you know if the Kardashians are going to show up, they are going to show out. So to take us into all of the I Do fashion moments is People's Senior Style Editor, Brittany Tallarico. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Janine. Let's start with the welcome dinner. You arrive in Italy and you are ready to welcome your family to dinner. What do you wear, Courtney? Well, if you're Courtney, you're coming in hot and you're serving some va-va-voom in this vibrant red Dolce & Gabbana gown. All the looks this weekend were Dolce & Gabbana, but she started off with a bang. It had a bustier bodice. It was a sheer overlay. She had a matchy-matchy moment with her shoes. There was a first stole. She looked amazing. And she was like hitting those cobblestone streets and heels like a pro. I don't know how they do that, but yeah, she looked great. And of course, um... Travis was also in Dolce & Gabbana, looking very handsome in a slouchy suit. He didn't wear a shirt underneath because he's a rock star and he doesn't wear a shirt. Boom. Boom. Um, (laughs) And he had his signature black sunglasses on and he looked great. Let's get to these sisters. Everybody, you know, had a fashion flex. Kim. Kim brought her bold blonde, her platinum hair, and she wore a very... Very Kimberly-esque skin-bearing style. It was a crop top with her favorite look, I would say, the panta boots. They're pants and boots in one. One big uh, <laughs> one big moment right there. What about supermodel Kendall? Yeah, so this is a really exciting to see Kendall there with her NBA star boyfriend, Devin Booker. And they had a matching couple style moment. We love a matching couple moment. Kendall wore Dolce & Gabbana. She had a satin bustier dress with a sheer skirt that bared her You know, underwear, some underwear, skin bearing. That's what the Kardashians like to do. She had a big red cross necklace and he looked effortlessly cool in his black separates. I want to talk about this Dolce & Gabbana wedding, essentially. (laughs) Was it like, you can have the the yachts, you can have like the the state, you can have all this, but you all have to wear Dolce & Gabbana, just so you know. Or do you think it was more like a, we should because they're friends of the family? You know, I think it's a little bit of both. They're sharing all their Dolce & Gabbana looks across all these social media channels. It kind of feels like a, 
you know, there's some synergy and it's a partnership maybe yeah. for, for both of them. I thought, I was like, is this, the, you know, spring, summer 2022 Dolce & Gabbana fashion show? Like, what is this? Is this a stunt? Like, what am I looking at? The ceremony venue was at the state that Dolce & Gabbana owns. So like everything, their yachts were all decked in Dolce & Gabbana. So this was some kind of major collab, I think, organized by the matriarch, Chris Jenner, who was living oh. her life on those yachts and crazy Absolutely. Looks. I heard a long time ago that one of the, the biggest tips that she's always given her girls is like, you know, essentially how to get stuff for free. <laughs> Keep your money. <laughs> Invest your money in real estate. Let's go to Saturday. Yes. More in this Dolce & Gabbana brigade. So we had a lunch, a yacht moment, and a pre-wedding dinner. So how did the family glam up for these moments? So Courtney had like an early bridal moment. She wore a black mini dress, a black veil with blue lace trim. The mini dress was very, was fitted and had a, a religious iconography on it of the Madonna in the center. Kim actually wore something in Italy years ago, a very similar dress. It was kind of this goth glam. Travis and Courtney love a goth glam moment. And they really hit that mm-hmm. home with this look. He had a long black Dolce & Gabbana robe on. You know, they were the goth bride and groom. It was like a really fun kind of pre-wedding the moment. This was one of Kylie's big, big style moments. Yeah, I think so too. And Kylie, you know, is coming out after baby and she looks great. And this Dolce & Gabbana dress with the big red roses is a, is a real iconic print for the brand. Like we've seen that print over and over again and she matched mm-hmm. it with her Kylie red lip kit and she had like really beautiful white sunglasses you know it was perfect for a yacht um she she actually wore flats I was like you know good for you Kylie putting your clear sandals on <laughs> Chloe did not wear her uh flats she wore some over-the-knee boots with an off-the-shoulder mini dress from Dolce & Gabbana and a very fun half-up hairstyle they really leaned into that the Dolce & Gabbana they pulled a lot from the archives I would say for sure it was like an Olympic dive into Dolce & Gabbana that weekend well finally the big day let's do it Courtney did decide on a short wedding dress with a ridiculously long and I have to say beautiful veil that had a tribute to it it was a cathedral length gorgeous veil it like swept behind her and she actually the tribute to Travis is she included a depiction of one of his tattoos his his virgin mary head tattoo was recreated a replica was put on to the veil and it had the words family loyalty and respect underneath the same that Travis has in his tattoos and she even had a mini veil made for the after party it looked exactly the same but it was short and i kind of loved the short dress moment she wore a short dress for a Santa Barbara wedding, a short Dolce mm-hmm. & Gabbana dress. She told Vogue it was her dream. It was a dream collaborating with the designers and, you know, wearing this piece. And for his part, Travis looked very much the dapper classic groom. He also wore a Dolce & Gabbana double-breasted suit, but it was super, it was a classic choice, I'd say. And while, like, you know, Courtney's dress was inspired by the 1960s Italian lingerie, but Travis did decide to wear a shirt for the wedding. So that was good. We So, like, you know, <laughs> we got a I, shirt. they looked, you know, very happy. And they were locked into each other, right? And they had that cute, like, just little matching moment at the very end. Yes, like they didn't take their eyes off each other. Even at the very end, at the party, they're dancing the night away and they change into these uh, white leather jackets to say Mr. and Mrs. Barker on the back. I don't think they ever left each other's each other's side. Oh. Seems like it was a very love-filled affair. Thank you so much, Brittany. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Baby, 
Well, we had so much baby talk at the top of today's show, so it's only fitting to end with some. An update from new parents ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. It sounds like Riri and Rocky are absolutely loving being a family together. Their son is just a few weeks old now, and a source told people that the family is, quote, doing great, and that they're taking their new roles as parents very seriously. The insider said, quote, being a new parent is, of course, an adjustment, but they are doing great. Their baby boy is healthy, and Rihanna is just in awe of him. She really was so excited to be pregnant. She loved it. Meeting her son was, of course, extremely special, too. And they also added that Rihanna barely leaves his side. She is a fantastic mom. You guys, I'm just so, so thrilled for them still. I'm I'm ready to be this baby's auntie, as I said before. (laughs) I'm just saying, Riri, if you need a sitter, I'm available, even though I need one for this weekend. Well, we'll figure it out. Thank you all so much for kicking off the week with us. I'll talk to you again tomorrow with another episode of People Every Day.